My, my, my. What an interesting bunch we have here. Might stick around and find out what else they might get into. <laughs> Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where our four investigators will be thrown into the mystery and madness of Arkham, Massachusetts, in the year 1921. I am your Mythos Master, Ariel, and for today's fun fact, it's favorite candy bar. Woo! Which, my favorite candy bar isn't really a candy bar. Oh, it's, no. No, it's M&M's, but it's not really in bar form, so... I mean, if we're going by candy bar, it'd probably be Milky Way. But my favorite candy is M and M's. It's okay. Well, technically, so, there's a Hershey M M&M. and M. You know what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Trevor Montgomery, and my favorite candy bar is Kit Kats. That's right. Yum. And you only snap them in half if you eat them any other way. Oh, no, you have to bite into all four. No! Just how? This is the biggest pet peeve of mine. That's so why it, I do it. It'd be his mania. It's my mania. <laughs> I'm Michelle, and I play Millie Oakley. I'm a uh, investigative journalist. My favorite candy bar have to be a the Big Cup Reese's, and you have to eat all the chocolate off first, and then the peanut butter. Yeah. You ever had the just peanut butter ones? No. They're pretty no. bomb. No. No. No, you have. They're oh, listen. You need the chocolate with them too. They're delicious. They're magically delicious. Anyway, my turn. <laughs> yes. I'm Daniel, and I'm playing Fred Lyons, the parapsychologist. And technically, the Big Cup Reese's is in the candy bar. Thank you. <laughs> well, neither are M and M's, but you know. Yeah, he already he already called her out on that. Mm-hmm. No, I called so, myself out on that. <laughs> so I was gonna say. Non candy bar, mine is white chocolate Reese's cup, and candy bar is the fast break. Reese's fast break. Ooh, oh, those, those are, are good. good. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's jump back in. Where we last left off, you had retrieved the body from the forest, put it in the car that Millie had driven up, and the farmer had come out and was going back inside to alert the sheriff. We're going to pick it up with you hearing a siren in the distance coming closer. And as you're standing there, you see a police car pulling up and Mr. Stymack comes out of the house. And the police car stops in the driveway. And Trevor, you would definitely notice this as the sheriff himself, Uh Richard, stepping out. He says, what seems to be the issue here? Well, it seems we have a situation on our hands. What happened now? I'm going to wave my hand toward the back seat of my car with the door open, where the body's laying. Listen, the individual was causing problems for Mr. Stamack here, and we attempted to restrain him and question him, and he proceeded to stab himself. We tried to stop the blood loss and everything else. Listen, why don't you take Mr. Marcellus over there 
with you for further questioning. Well, I can wrap up here. Or you could let me do my job. Do you know how late it is right now? Are you aware of that? Yes, Sheriff. I'm completely aware of that. Do you think that things just magically happen around here? With you? Yeah. (laughs) He looks towards uh, Mr. Stymack. And Mr. Stymack says, Please, officer, they were helping me. You remember me complaining about someone breaking in and they were helping me. They're telling the truth. And Richard just sighs. Now, if you're ready to do your job, I will completely finish mine. Is that all right with you, Sheriff? He completely ignores you and goes towards the car, your car, and just tells Marcellus, you're coming with me to answer some questions. Marcellus nods and... Uh, ambulance pulls up at that point. They get the body out of the back of Trevor's car. Marcellus gets into the police car and they take off. Mrs. Stymack? Yes? Would you, uh, would you mind going to the police station for me to make sure all the, uh, smaller details are clarified for our officers? Oh, of course. If you don't mind, we're gonna take a look around here before we call tonight and make sure everything's good to go. Okay. I wish you would have said something before they left. I could have just ridden with them. Well, I didn't expect them to leave in such an expedient manner. Well, I understand. I'm going to hand them five bucks. What's this for? For the gas that you've used. This will more than cover that. Uh, Mrs. Dimack, when are you going to learn? It's called per diem. He gives you a weird look like he doesn't understand, but he does nod at you and goes inside. And a few seconds later, he comes back out with his car keys. And he gets in his truck, turns it on, and drives away. Right. I guess it's just us three. I'm curious to know what is in that basement. It's likely something harmful. Well, it's not like we haven't been in harm's way this entire time. Well, let's go check it out. Right. We're going to walk to the basement. Okay. So you get, are you going from the outside? Yeah. Okay. So you go behind the house, get up to the basement doors, and I'm assuming you're trying to open them? Mm -hmm. They do not open. Well, shit. I'm going to try to jerk them open then. Okay. Motherfucker. That is a 72 out of 65. (laughs) Oh, you uh, start jerking on the doors, but they do not budge. All right. I am going to go inside and see if I can find the door to the basement. Okay. So while she goes and does that, I think I'm going to try and show up Mr. Montgomery (laughs) by trying to yank open this door. So I'm going to pop my knuckles, make myself look cool, even though I'm probably scrawnier than him. And I'm going to try and... Open up these door, or at least a door. So that'd be a 23 out of 75. <laughs> no go. You uh, try and it looks like it's at least 
moving not very far, but it's not budging. So we will go to Millie. Mm -hmm. Millie, you get inside, no problem. And you're looking for a door. Roll me a spot hidden. Uh, no, it's a 96. 96, oh, no. Well, it is too dark in the house. Mr. Stymack had not lit any candles or anything while coming out. So you don't really get your bearings around the house. You don't really see any doors. You kind of stumble into walls. Would you like to continue looking? Uh, yeah, can I find a light switch first? You can. Okay. Do I have to roll for that or can I just walk over to the wall and <laughs> flip it on? If you walk over to the wall, you kind of fumble around and you find a light switch. Okay. Now, do I re-roll to see if I see a door? Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> 13. Okay. So after looking around for a bit, you end up in the kitchen and you happen to see a door. And you open it up. And there are a set of stairs leading down, and it is pitch black down there. Is there a light switch next to the <laughs> stairs, like by the door? No. Can I, uh, I'm in the kitchen? Yes. Okay, uh, can I shuffle through the door, the drawers to see if there's any flashlights? You can, roll me a spot. 16. Okay, you shuffle through some drawers. You don't really find a flashlight. However, when you turn around, you see the back door. There happens to be a little shelf next to it, and there is a flashlight sitting on it. Okay, I'm going to walk over and grab it, and I'm going to test it to see if it works. Okay. And head towards the basement. It turns on. Okay. Okay, let's go downstairs. Okay, are you going to alert Trevor or Fred that you have found the basement, or are you going straight downstairs? Um, I'll just go straight downstairs and then I can open the door and let him in. Okay. This is a bad idea. Take that back. This is let how me she go. dies. <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I yell from the top of the, from the kitchen, can they hear me? There's a back door. We are currently next to. Yeah, they are next. I mean, technically, yes. If okay. you yell, they would hear you because okay. the back door is right there. So I'll there. just holler, hey, I found the basement door. And then I'll slowly head down with my flashlight on. Okay. I don't need you two to roll for that because you are right by the door. You hear her say she found the basement door. I'm going to grab my flashlight and my gun. And I'm going to click the flashlight on and we're going to go. Okay. So, Millie, since you were heading down first, you get to the bottom of the stairs. You're shining the flashlight around. You happen to see a light bulb in the middle of this room with a string hanging down from it. And then you hear footsteps coming behind you, coming down the stairs. Okay, I'm going to walk over and pull the string and turn the light on. Okay. You do that and the light does turn on. Okay. What do I see? You happen to see it's just a big open room. There are shelves, like storage shelves, against the far wall and the wall to the right. There's a little bit of different, looks like farming equipment, small farming equipment down here as well with a bunch of mason jars and crates and stuff sitting down. Just looks like a bunch of junk. Can I kind of walk over and go through, like look through the crates and mason jars, see if there's anything in there of interest? Okay, you can. As you do that, Fred and Trevor, you are down at the bottom and you see the same thing as well. 
So you go over to the mason jars and you're looking. You don't need to roll for anything. Some of them are empty. Some of them looks like it has uh, different types of jams and vegetables in them. I want to look against the back wall and see if I can't spot anything out of place. Okay. Uh, you roll me spot hit. That is a 9%. You go back to the back shelf and there are, you see different tools scattered around on the shelves. You see more mason jars empty and just random miscellaneous things. When you kind of move things around to see if you can see anything misplaced, you happen to see a little knob in the wall and it strikes you as very strange. I'm going to attempt to turn the knob. You attempt to turn the knob, but nothing happens. It looks just like a very small doorknob. But when you try turning the knob, it doesn't move. So I guess I'm just going to pull on it. Okay. You start pulling on it, and you notice it does open a tiny bit, but the shelves block it. Okay. I'm going to haul over to Fred. Fred. Yeah. Come on over here and help me with these shelves. All right, what do you want me to do? Let's move them out of the way. Carefully. Inadvertently, I'm going to, like, more push back and kind of let it go. If, if it, This has a lot of glass on it, right? Not a lot of glass, no. There's no alignment You're in Cthulhu, You're the worst right? doctor ever. <laughs> no, there's no alignment in Cthulhu. No wait, wait. etiquette. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to definitely help him. We doing a strength? That's a 6% for me for strength. 44 at a 75, and I'm pushing hard. Down, like, towards the ground. I'm going to act like I lose grip, like, whoops. (laughs) Okay, so as you two move this, Trevor, you happen to notice that Fred is using a lot of force behind this, and you kind of steady the shelves. I do this because his role was a lot less than yours. So You're a fucking asshole, Doc. Hey, I didn't tear up the superintendent's office. Technically, I did, but... (laughs) So you do happen to move the shelves out of the way and you see the door that it's tiny. It's a very tiny, about a foot, one foot by one foot, perfect square in the wall. And the door is slightly open because you had opened it, Mm -hmm. but you can't see anything. I'm going to finish opening it. Okay. As you open it, you notice that there is an object inside. And as you look at it, It appears to be a yellowish egg. However, it's larger than what an egg you know would look like. It's probably the size of a softball, but it isn't an egg shape. Okay, well, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to pocket it. Okay, as you pick it up. Oh, shit. (laughs) As you pick it up, the light dims in the room. There's still light, but it definitely dims. And from the left of you, there happens to appear a large translucent jellyfish. What the fuck? What did All you do? All three of you see this. What did you do? I need you to roll me a sanity. <laughs> All of us or just him? All of you, because you see the jellyfish. Yes. 15 out of 45. 64 out of 55. 36 out of 50. So, Millie, this terrifies you. I need you to roll me a d4. One. 
Okay. So this terrifies you that a large translucent jellyfish just appeared out of nowhere, hovering, and it seems to be coming towards Trevor. Slowly, but still coming towards you. Well, since my phobia is of ghosts and demons, I'm going to take off running up the stairs with no care. Okay. As you turn to run, the jellyfish disappears. The lights that were dimmed go back to the way they were, just like nothing ever happened. Are you going to continue to run or are you staying put? Oh, hell yeah. I'm running out of this house. As you run up the stairs, the door slams shut. The basement door slams shut. I'm going to turn and run down the stairs and run to the back, to the basement. Okay, as you turn and run, all three of you hear a voice in your head. Job well done. Thank you for retrieving the artifact for me. Much appreciated. I'm going to drop to my knees, and I'm going to begin weeping. Okay. What are you two doing? Uh, staring at him, wondering why he's crying. Why are you crying? The fuck, the fucking ghosts. That was a jellyfish. Urgh, the fucking dude. You can call it whatever the fuck you want, crazy lady. But that was a goddamn ghost. What did you take out of that room? What room? That hole in the wall that you guys were just messing with. I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna run that, to the back door. You did something. I'm gonna run. You, this is your fault. You okay. did something. You run to the back door as in like the back door out. Mm-hmm. Out to the, the yard, yeah. Okay. You run to it. And I'm going to just shake the doors violently trying to get out. Okay. Listen the handles. Is it locked from the outside or on the inside? The outside. So the doors aren't opening. I'm just going to continue to frantically turn Okay. Out. Fred, what are you doing? I'm going to go over and try and console Mr. Montgomery. I have a psychology degree. So that would be... Would it be psychology or psychoanalysis? That I would need to use... Psychoanalysis to calm him. Okay. So I'm gonna... Because the jellyfish is gone, right? No, we can't see. And the voice stopped talking. Okay. While he's doing that, can I look around for something to like... Maybe... Now keep in mind, all three of you heard that voice. Right. Okay. Uh... Can I look around for something to maybe, like, break the door? Either door? Is there any kind of tool? You said there were some farm tools. Is there anything I could use? You could try. Okay. So I want to voluntarily take four points of sanity loss for this. Okay. Since this is my phobia. So I made that as an 18 out of 50 for psychoanalysis. And I'm going to be like, uh, Mr. Montgomery... Calm down. A likely monster is no longer a nightmare. You know, I'm going to try and, like, I would assume, like, you know, put my hand on his shoulder, you know, to try and calm him down. Okay. Well, you do calm down. You are still shaky and frightened, but you aren't panicked anymore. Millie, as you're looking around for things, I need you to roll me a listen. I didn't make my roll to find anything, by the way. Okay. No. No? Okay. Since you are have calmed down, Trevor and Fred, you can roll me a listen as well. 
<sighs> yes. I get a 43 out of 59. 7 out of 47. Okay, so Trevor and Fred, you hear a door creaking open. It sounds like it's coming from the kitchen door. I am going to take my pistol out again, and I'm going to shoot the lock on this back door. Okay. Roll. That is a 92. That is a fail. No, you just shoot a hole through the door. I'm going to shoot again. Okay. Yeah, that time it's a 9%, so. Okay, so you do shoot the lock off the door. And I'm going to book it out. I'm going to just burst right out that door. Okay. So you burst right out the door. Fred, Millie, what are you doing? I will follow. I'm going to go. Do we hear, do I hear steps coming down the stairs? No, you don't. So I'm going to like go to where I can still see. Can you see the steps to go up into the kitchen from the cellar door, from the back door? Like if I, if I'm down on those steps that come in. Basically, I'd still have to be in the basement. but You I'm wouldn't not... see the door, but you would see the stairs like going up. Yeah, so I'm going to stay there for a little bit, just enough, and see if anybody comes down. If after a few minutes nobody comes down, then I will back out. Okay, yeah, nobody out. comes down. Yep, so I will leave then. Okay, and you're going out the cellar doors. Yeah. Okay, so all three of you are out in the backyard. I'm running to the car. Okay. Don't I have to follow? Didn't I ride with him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, all of you rode with him. <laughs> all right, let's go. Come on, Fred. Well, if he's already done booked it there. Yeah, I was s- waiting a few minutes, so. I'm starting the car. Okay. So eventually, Millie and Fred end up in the car. I have never. I ever am s- squealing. Those tires out of the gravel, and I am driving as fast as I can away from that house. And I'm going to look at him and be like, I have never seen you scared of anything. I'm just going to white knuckle drive and just straight forward. If this body doesn't start cooperating soon, I may have to resort to more difficult means. Hello, this is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. No, Charlie. This is a commercial. What? Crap. Nobody told me that. What are you supposed to do in this thing anyway? Well, Charlie, I'm glad you asked. This is the part where we introduce our new homebrew 5e D&D podcast, The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit, where we explore the homebrew world of Alteris using homebrew rules and homebrew material from the Dungeon Master's Guild. Yeah, sounds boring. I'm out of here. See you later, Charlie. We hope to have you guys come check us out soon. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. You manage to get back to your house, your mansion. You go inside, do whatever it is you are going to do. I'm just going to throw the keys on a side table and just march upstairs. I'm not going to say a word to anybody. Okay. It has been a couple days. Trevor, you have calmed down a lot. Your fears are behind you now. Millie, 
and Fred, you would have gone back to your houses or apartments. Trevor, you are sitting in your office, I presume. Mm-hmm. And the phone rings. Hello. Hello, is this Mr. Montgomery? Yes, it is. Oh, well, hello, it's Gordon Sears from the museum. Yes, Mrs. Sears. I've got some good news for you. Really now? I really could use some good news right about now. Well, I happen to find somebody that would have information on the symbol on your necklace. Oh, that is intriguing, yes. Well, his name is Jerome Williams. Jerome Williams. Yes, he's located in Salem. Mm -hmm. I was going to go tonight and talk to him. However, I have an event coming up tonight regarding the moon. I know, it's, well. Anyway, so that's why I'm calling you. I thought maybe you would have time to go talk to him. If not, that's okay. I can reschedule and talk to him at a later date. I just thought you would like to know now. You seem pretty intrigued about that necklace, so. Uh, yeah, don't don't bother rescheduling and inconvenience in this fine gentleman. Uh, we we will. Uh, I'll go ahead and get the call around, and I'll head out there right away. Wonderful. Uh, do you have an address by chance? Uh yes, I do. He's located on five eighteen East Elm Street. Right. All right, I will call him and let him know you will be coming instead of me. Thank you very much. You have yourself a fine day. You as well. And then he hangs up. Yeah, I'm going to hang up my phone. And then I'm going to pick it back up, and I'm going to call the doc. Okay, Fred, it is around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Would you be home? More than likely, if the asylum doesn't have me doing anything, then I'm studying my suspect wall. <laughs> okay, so as you're studying your suspect wall, you hear your phone ringing. I'll let it ring a couple times, and then I will pick it up. Hello? Doc. Yes? I'm going to have a car pulling around front in a few moments for you. Why don't you go ahead and hop on in? We got ourselves another job, it seems. Am I going to be back before it gets pretty late? Probably not. I don't like to be outside at night. Listen, I pay you a ridiculous sum of funds. You will get in this car and you will come here. That was the deal. I don't question your freak out the other day. I'm going to hang up the phone. Okay. And then I'm going to call <laughs> Millie. Okay, Millie, would you be home around two? PM. Yeah, probably. Okay. So you hear the phone ringing. I'm going to answer it. Hello? Ms. Billy. It's Trevor. Yes? I'm going to be coming around with a car in a few moments, and uh, we have a seems a new case for us to uh, deal with. Nothing major. I would like you to accompany me. Yeah, I can do that. Let me uh, gather some stuff and I'll be down. Okay. I'll hang up the phone. Okay. As you hang up the phone, there is a knock on your door. Go to the door and answer it. It is one of your henchmen. Mr. Montgomery. Yes? 
Evelyn Langdon is here to see you. Any other time would be perfect, but unfortunately, I have business that I'm about to attend to. She says it's urgent. Show her to my office. I'll be there momentarily. He nods at you and he turns around and leaves. Before you go. He turns back around. I need you to send a driver to the doc's house to retrieve him and send one to Miss Millie's house and send her my humblest apologies for not being able to retrieve her myself. A nice bouquet of roses will do. He nods at you and turns around, walks away. Okay. So I'll go to the bedroom and change to more appropriate attire and head to my office. Okay. Shortly after that, you hear another knock on your door, the office door. Go ahead, Anta. Okay. The door opens and Evelyn walks in. So I'm going to stand up. Ms. Langdon, it's been a long time. My, yes, it has. You haven't changed a bit. You've become more ravishing as the days have gone. Oh, you flatter me. What, uh, what brings you here? She turns around and looks, and the man that had opened the door for her, she says, I need some privacy. Go on. We, I'll be fine here. You go ahead and see to it that our guests are accommodated when they arrive. And the man nods at you and shuts the door. Well, what is the famous movie actress, Miss Langdon, doing in my presence? Well, aren't you going to offer me a drink? Well, of course. I, where are my manners? Scotch? You know I'm a whiskey girl. But I can't blame a gentleman for trying. <laughs> so I'll go pour her a glass of whiskey, pour myself a small glass of scotch, bring it over to her. She sits down in a chair. She takes a big drink out of the whiskey. Kind of clears her throat. I've heard word about something, Trevor. And I'm quite perplexed. What would that be, Miss Langdon? What's this here about a necklace you have? Hey, I see it. Unfortunately, uh, I no longer in possession of that necklace. What a shame. Where did you hear such rumors? Little Birdie told me. Well, Miss Langdon, I don't like secrets. As much as I would love to tell you, some things are better left a secret. Hmm. Well, Miss Langdon, if we are on the level of keeping secrets as friends, then I must admit that I would be remiss not to question our camaraderie. Of course. You are a dear friend to me, Trevor. That's why I'm warning you right now. Warning me? Yes. Don't dive too deep into the abyss, for you will not walk out. So I'm going to finish off my scotch, and I'm going to place it on the table. Miss Langdon, I have traveled many roads, and I have never looked back. And this is just another one. You seem to think that I thought it as well before however it's not that simple 
Ms. Langdon, do you mean to tell me that you've been involved in these such matters before? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But I'm begging you right now, Trevor. Do not go down this path. So I'm going to walk over to the door and open it up. Ms. Langdon, I will respectfully consider your words of wisdom, but nonetheless, I will be remiss not to continue. She uh, takes a final drink of her whiskey, sets it down, gets up from the chair. Though it was a very impromptu visit, it was appreciated. You have yourself a good day, Miss Langdon. You sound just like somebody I know. Hmm. And she kind of puts her arm on your shoulder and, and she walks away. So I'm going to shut the door behind me and take a deep breath and I'm going to wait in my office for my guests. Okay. A few minutes go by. Millie and Fred, you do happen to arrive at the Montgomery Mansion. You get seated in the parlor. Uh, Trevor, you are alerted that they are here. I will head down to the parlor then. Okay. You see Millie and Fred sitting there, just waiting. Colleagues, thank you for joining me. We're going to have ourselves a nice drive. I've had uh, the chef prepare us a fine lunch. But we are going to be headed to Salem. Unfortunately, our other colleague will have to catch with us at a later time as he is preoccupied with his other duties. Nonetheless, you will be compensated greatly for this task. It's a simple research task. Do I hear any objection? No. Let's not stay outside too long. Well, Salem is a couple hours drive from here, so we'll be outside for a little while, but it is still early day. We should make it there by half day. If we must, we will spend the night. Okay. I just don't want to be outside at night. I don't like it. Duly noted. Well then, let's get ourselves uh, ready and we'll head out. So I'm going to go and get into the car and wait for them to get there. Shotgun. No, I'm running to the car. You're running? Are you running? As soon as he goes out there, we're going to go run and get into the car. I'm going to make her look dumb, so I'm going to let her run. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to actually... Never mind. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) Trevor, you happen to see Millie running (laughs) to the car. Well, before she gets to the car, I'm just going to say to myself, I I hope she didn't take those roses as anything other than a friendly gesture. I made sure I got the front seat. I get car sick, and I don't think you want me puking back there. Right. Sure. That's the reason you ran to the car. Uh, Why else would I run to the car? No reason at all. I'll finally get in after walking there. Hello, Doc. Afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to start the car and put a drive and drive off. Okay. So, you drive for a couple hours. And you enter Salem. All right. Well, I'm going to head to 
the address, which was 518 Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I'm going to head that way. Okay. It's about getting on to 5 o'clock. You get to the destination and knock on the door. Nobody answers. I'm going to knock again. You knock again, and there's still no answer. However, roll me a spot hit. Uh, uh, yeah, 47 out of 66. Okay. You happen to just kind of look to the side and taped, not on the door, but next to it on the wall itself is a note and it says, be back at six. Right. Well, I guess we'll wait in here in the car until six o'clock. Any objections? No, I guess not. I'll be fine for now. Alright, so we'll just sit and wait. Okay. So, you sit and wait in the car for an hour. Right close to 6 o'clock, a car happens to pull into the driveway. And a middle-aged gentleman steps out. Kind of looks at your car with a quizzical look and starts approaching. So, I'm going to step out. Straighten my jacket up and walk up to him. Extend my hand. Uh, Trevor Montgomery, sir. Sent here by a mutual friend. Ah, uh, yes. I was expecting you. He shakes your hand. Mm-hmm. Says, come in. Let me unlock the door real quick. And he heads up to the door, rips the sign off the side, and opens it and holds his arm out for you to enter. Do you mind if my friends join us? Oh, not at all. Unless you mind. No, not at all. I'm going to wave for them. At the car. I'm going to act like I'm going to run up there. I'm not going to run up there. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll quickly go back to walking after she just (laughs) fall for it. Okay, so you guys enter his house. And as soon as you go through the door, there happens to be a living room, the couch a chair and he ushers you towards the couch to sit down I'll take a seat okay he says let me get you something to drink that'd be mighty fine to be a uh, tea for me he nods and he looks towards Millie uh, same please guess I'll have the same <clears throat> he nods and he goes into another room which is presumably the kitchen and a minute or two goes by, and he comes out with glasses of tea. Sets them down for you on a coffee table. Thank you. I'll take one. He sits down in the chair, facing towards you three. He says, my name is Jerome Williams. I'm sure you've heard from Mr. Sears that by my name. I just feel it's right to introduce myself to you. So, I heard that you're looking for... The symbol on the necklace. Yes. Well, I happen to know what it is. Well, do tell. Well, it's... Please don't think I'm crazy. Not at all. I'll explain more later. But that symbol is a variant of a spell known as the seal... Of Nephrin Ka. 
the seal of hoobity woody. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Really? Oh, yeah. <sighs> All right. That's the end of the episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high. Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as almost heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's far from heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that almost heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon and many other great podcasts and apps. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story, available now.